0: Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music.
1: Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. It was a sold-out show at and Lindsley in Nashville, Tennessee. And people were there to see uh, Morgan Wade take the stage, the up and coming artist. But first we had the opening act, a gentleman by the name of Nolan Taylor. No one knew much about him, but people figured if he was there, it was for a reason. And boy, were they right. As soon as Nolan Taylor started singing, you could hear a pin drop in the place. People were absolutely mesmerized and captivated by his voice, by his timeless songs, and by his spirit. It is no wonder that Nolan Taylor, ladies and gentlemen, today's guest is in such high demand for touring on the stage and is starting to build a budding career. Sonic Lounge Studio Sessions is a prime example, as well as his single Realize. This is an artist that is working on his new record and someone with an incredible journey, and we're honored to have him on the show today. So we welcome Nolan Taylor to the show. Wanted to invite you guys to discover him along with us. It's one of our favorite things in this show, when we find future stars uh, on their way up. So join the Nolan Taylor bandwagon because he is a fantastic guy, and you're gonna love his personality as well, guys. And uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Obviously, this is j Concerts, the podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Rodriguez. If you are new to the show, We do invite you to uh, take 30 seconds of your time to just subscribe to our podcast, whether it's on Spotify, iTunes, or whatever, and please give us a review. Uh, It helps us a lot, keeps us going, keeps us motivated, and it takes, you know, 30 seconds, so we really appreciate it. Without further ado, though, guys, let's get straight to it, to this wonderful chat with Nolan Taylor on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Oh, it's so good, Nolan. Look look is there. Nolan Taylor joining us. Wow, Nolan. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely, man. You the man, dude. I gotta tell you, you are the man, dude. Thank um, you so much. Yeah, man. I mean, absolutely. So, so, so Nolan, like, l- let me just like jump straight to this. Like, learning guitar. Like, how old do you start to play guitar? You know, when you when you start to play guitar and all that.
0: I was actually kind of a late bloomer really I uh, I didn't I was too busy envis- I was too involved wrapped up in sports and all that stuff and my best friend could play really well my brother can play really well so I just sang I was like I don't need to worry about playing the guitar so I not right. until I got older I got in high school and I got interested in writing songs and things like that that's when I started to actually learn it so I'd say probably I really started playing 17, 18 years old.
1: Unbelievable, Nolan! Wow. Actually, before we continue, do you mind moving the camera a little bit? It's a little dark. I think it's just like the lighting's a little. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's not. It's not a deal breaker. It's just a, maybe we can. There we, oh, there. there we go. There we go. There we go. Cool. All right. So you're. Oh my God. So okay. So you're 17 years old, Nolan Taylor, and you decide to play guitar.
0: Like. Yeah. Oh, probably around there.
1: Who says to you, go get a guitar and start practicing, Nolan? Like, who was that catalyst?
0: It was really hard, actually, because I'm, I'm a righty. I'm a right-handed person, but I play the guitar and left-handed for whatever reason. So, um, I originally, like, if we go way back, I wanted to play the bass guitar and start a band with, like I said, my brother and my best friend played. So, I wanted to play the bass and sing and stuff like that. Then I bought a right-handed bass, tried to switch it left-handed, did right. not work. Um, when I was like five years old, I was obsessed with bluegrass. My uncle gave me a banjo. It was right-handed Man. work, you know? So it's like, we, we, knew, that's how we found out is that we got an instrument that was right-handed and I couldn't play it. I would always turn it upside down and try to play it. So then we kind of gave up on the whole idea because left-handed instruments were very expensive, mm. but then we ended up finding a good one, got a great deal. I let it collect dust for several years and, uh, My dad is super into music. Well, my whole family is like super into music. And none of them really play it, but they all are obsessed with it. Concerts, festivals, all the time. I mean, it's busy and hectic. So it was pretty easy for me to just end up playing and singing, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. Because, you know, the thing is, you know, there are some kids that are really smart about getting up and picking up a guitar and, and an instrument so but it seems like you were always like smart that like like this would get you in with the with the cool kids and the chicks or whatever um was there was there someone on tv maybe nolan or like that you saw growing up you know maybe with your grandpa with grandpa or your parents that lit a fire on your belly and you said man i want to i want to do that
0: yeah jerry garcia from the grateful dead <laughs> oh. My favorite, that's my favorite guitar player of all time is the Grateful Dead's lead guitar player and singer, Jerry Garcia. Um, So that was, that was the one that was really good one. That's a good one. I just wanted to be him, you know.
1: (laughs) That's pretty cool. That's pretty That that, That's a good one to start off at, uh, you know, at a young age. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and that's great, Nolan. So when you play a show like, uh, like you did at Third and Lindsley last month, which is when we first saw you, And people, Nolan, basically gave you a standing ovation, I have to say. The only reason people didn't actually stand up and go wild is because of this COVID protocol. (laughs) I agree. I don't know if you realize, but people were like, they just couldn't hold the claps. It was everybody around the balcony. Like, people were loud, like, captivated by you, Nolan. That must blow your mind, right?
0: Uh, It's a humbling experience. It's not something that um, I'm used to still, you know. Because it happens so it happens every once in a while. Um, and it's not something that ever gets any easier for me to accept. you know. Yeah. You know. It's, a, it's an odd experience, uh, especially because I'm pretty new to the scene. I didn't really start playing professionally until about a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just playing bar gigs and grinding really hard like that. And then I got some really lucky opportunities like the third and Lensley gig and stuff like that. So I'm pretty much a novice when it comes to that type of um, crowd I'm, I'm a novice when it comes to like a like an actual sold out show you know what I mean I've never really played anything like that so going into it I never had any in my never in my wildest dreams would I have gotten because yeah I did I felt it it was like a standing ovation yeah. like you said and it was it was unbelievable I mean cold chills even thinking about it you know
1: It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And, you know, Nolan, you know, I mean, it's going to be the first of many sellouts for you, but, you know, during research, it became clear that, um, you know, how respected and admired you have become in the musical community in in, in a short time, right? Not just by fans, Nolan, by by your peers as well. Uh, You know, Morgan Wade takes you on the road, that kind of stuff. Charles Wesley Goodwin, everyone just kind of admires you. Do, do you think it's as simple as being authentic and talented? Like people are craving authenticity in today's like, you know, world.
2: I'd
0: like to say, yeah, but I mean, I don't think anybody really knows uh, what it takes at all. You know, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's worked for me. Certainly. Absolutely. I'm just as real. I'm, a, I'm as real as I could possibly be to anybody that I meet, you know, fan, friend, family, um, peer. So, I think that's definitely helped me 100%. And I think I have a uniqueness about my songwriting and style and stuff that broads a couple different genres, which I think also helps. Yeah. But yeah, I think definitely the whole just being an authentic person is the key to really just having people like you, you know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I th- I thought that that's I think that's one of your that that's one of your great talents that like, you know, you you just connect with the audience on a visceral level that it's fantastic. And um, so, yeah, absolutely, Nolan. And when, when okay, when you get up on stage, I know you're playing a bunch of festivals in the coming days. And but like for example, this one at Third and Lindsay, When you get up on stage uh, for a buzzworthy artist like a, like Morgan Wade, do you get nervous at all? Or at this point, like have you built a muscle? You know, where it's like you don't give a shit anymore, really. <laughs> Always nervous.
0: Always (laughs) nervous. I I have very low self-esteem and very low confidence when it comes to my own abilities of playing music and singing music. I just love doing it, you know. Um, But, yeah, always nervous. First song. I get the first song maybe sometimes depending on the crowd. I really felt the third and Lensley, it was more like an exciting you know, I was very nervous, but I was so excited that I wasn't that nervous. You know, it was like such an amazing opportunity. I got to hear Morgan for the first time live as well, which was amazing. So um, hitting the stage that night, it was more like I had to slow myself down. It's like mm-hmm. take a relax, Nolan. You know, you're getting ahead of yourself. You're getting excited. You want to get out there and do the thing. You know.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. And um, OK, and when you when you listen to the playback of your stuff, Nolan, maybe like I don't know if you if you see the playbacks of your shows or, or maybe when you play back of the uh, Nolan Taylor Sonic Lunch Studio sessions, for example, are you critical? Are you like, man, I shouldn't have hit that note or like, do you just enjoy it as it is?
0: <laughs> no, I don't listen to it. <laughs> I, I stay away from it. Too critical.
1: I, I'll go way
0: too in on myself with that stuff. So I stay stay far away from it, you know
1: right right okay good so, so so you don't just sit there and beat yourself up after gigs and say oh i should have done this i should have done better at that you know you, you, you just set away from i that.
0: do and that anyways without having to hear it you know what i mean i'll come off stage and remember certain songs and certain things that i did in certain places where i know i messed up so just, that's what i'm saying i just don't even watch i beat myself up anyhow so
1: <laughs> oh man uh you're you're funny nolan yeah uh and, and okay then let's talk about your songwriting as well cuz okay your guitar playing is spectacular we've we've covered that but but your songwriting i mean oh, man it's strong it's so good and does it and does it make you feel to the bones nolan that's the, that, that's the consensus with you and that's for a reason because when you start singing like you just like everything inside just it's a mess when did you seriously start getting into songwriting nolan um
0: i wrote my first song around 18 19 years old wow um, Yeah, I was a late bloomer. Like I said, I was playing sports a lot. I I would always try to write. um, Hated it. Everything always came out generic and, you know, the same old, same old stuff. I was like I was copying somebody else's song. So I really didn't get – even after I wrote my first song, I probably didn't write another song for four or five years after. Yeah. So, I mean, really, uh, what had happened with me, what really sparked my interest was uh, I went to The Voice – and I made it to like right the round right before TV where they, they send you out to LA and do all that stuff. Um and then when I got sent home, it kind of pissed me off, you know. Yeah. And I was like, damn, you know, like what the hell? i you know, I I thought I was good enough and all that it's stuff. Better you than half of
1: those cuts, yeah, absolutely.
0: Exactly. Which which probably wasn't the truth, you know what I mean. But I had a chip on my shoulder. So I came home and it and that's what really did it for me. I uh I sat down and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and, okay. and I wrote and I wrote. I wrote my like my three most popular songs just back to back to back from that point on, Amazing. and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it was really crazy. So, I think I just got over the fear of playing my art. That's such yeah. a weird thing for me. It's like every time I, it's like a swing and a miss in baseball. Um, I'd write a song and if I played it out loud and to an open mic where literally three people in the crowd crowd probably give a shit, you know, but it would it would like if I didn't get a reaction I wanted, I would say, Oh, that's a terrible song. Scrap it. Right. You know, I'm right. playing that again. And, uh, so I think that, um, after I, after all that, after getting, you know, rejected and things like that, uh, that's when I just started not caring. I was like, I like my songs, you know, these songs mean a, a ton to me. And I, like you said, I appreciate it. You know, it's that emotional connection. That's exactly what I'm trying to go for. Um, I want everybody to feel as miserable as I felt writing the song or as happy as I felt writing the song, you know? And uh so I think that I, I do an all right job of that. I may not be the greatest lyricist, but I think I definitely give the emotional point across and that, that's where I'm really worried, you know, right there. Yeah.
1: You know, it it's it's amazing what with this the story with the voice Nolan because it's almost like like you know, this it's like you used it to to like fuel you, to fuel you past like like Absolutely this was the voice for you. This this is what the universe intended it to be for you. And, yeah, I um, couldn't agree
0: anymore. That's so true.
1: Absolutely, man. And I think you're going to keep rocking. I mean, you're just starting your career. And like, you know, in 20 years, you're going to be like, yeah, I was on The Voice and those fuckers kicked me out before the yeah. I even got <laughs> on TV, you know? So it's going to be great.
0: I hope so, man. I really do. I'm, I'm, very, uh, I'm very optimistic about my musical future here in the next few
1: years. So. Definitely, Nolan. But, and, and, and by the way, let me, you know, not that you need my my two cents, but we talk to songwriters all the time, and a song like like Double Life, like dude, like Nolan, that is that is a plus level songwriting. That is hey, a, a time That is really next level stuff. A song like this, like Double Life, that is pretty much musical poetry. Nolan, like, how does a song like that come about? Is, is that one of the ones that you said came out quick?
0: That one I actually wrote extremely fast, and it's a, kind of a funny story on how I wrote that song. Um, one of my best buds in this whole wide world used to play harmonica Monica with me full time. And, uh, he was involved with a woman who was married Hmm. and they both had feelings for each other and stuff. And, uh, and then it ended up getting cut off. Obviously it was, it was a train wreck to begin with, unless she was to leave her husband, you know, it was, it was a big, it was a mess. And, uh, so they cut that off and everything, and that's what actually sparked the song. I, you know, he was very sad and upset over it. He really cared about this girl and stuff, and I saw it. So that's one of the only songs. I don't have many songs that are not at all about me. Hmm. You know, most most of my songs in some dynamic involve me or something that had happened to me. But that's one of the few that is totally about some other person, and I just watched from the sidelines how you know hurt my friend was.
1: Yeah, and I just oh, that must have been tough to see because you kind of know how it's going to end from the beginning yeah
0: no absolutely not yeah well i mean yeah 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 you do but
1: you, you know, know what i mean yeah get into it you know yeah rough situation so oh, man, yeah. absolutely. okay so nolan let, let me understand this because we you know obviously I'm, I'm not an artist but we love the artistry aspect of it so so we love to to ask a as songwriters like you what is your normal approach to songwriting is it like you know you'll tell your manager you will tell your team okay guys Tomorrow, nine to five. I'm gonna. It's songwriting day. Like nobody bother me, no distractions. Or are you like more like when the muse strikes, like randomly when it hits you?
0: I'd say a little bit of both. Um, I'm very picky. I'm I'm very much a diva when it comes to my songwriting, you know, and I completely admit it. You know, some people can sit in a room full of people talking and come up with a great song, and I don't know how. Um, to me, I start getting in my own head. Uh, I get more self-conscious about other people hearing what I'm saying
1: and that must be so hard Nolan because I I mean look I remember like when I was in college I had like a creative poetry class that I had to do a credit for to graduate or something and I I I had I ended up doing a poetry about like my relationship with my father and I thought I was being so deep and so cool and it was a piece of shit I got so self-conscious I threw it away how do you not get self-conscious with your songwriting you know what I mean
0: oh I do I do absolutely um it takes, like I said, I'm sitting on a, I'm sitting on a couple albums worth of material right now that I've probably never played for people, you know, um, and I'm, i getting there. I'm tweaking them, uh, yeah. but still, there's just, it's, it's tough. There's a lot of things that I say that I, like a, I, I open myself up a lot in my songwriting, particularly. Um, I write about experiences, shitty situations I had as a kid, and things like that, and uh, so, I'm, I'm always self-conscious playing them. I'm always I'm always super worried that somebody's gonna, you know, hear a line and laugh and I'm like, well damn, that meant something to me. You know what I mean? I'm like, what the hell are you laughing at that about? You know, that that hurt me as a kid or something, you know, something along those lines. But um, really I just I just gotta get over it. I'm I'm realizing that people like it. You yeah. know, people are in people are very responsive, people are following me and becoming fans and buying my merchandise. So there has to be some truth behind the fact that I can at least write a song, okay, you
1: know. Absolutely, Nolan. absolutely. So, uh, you know, you're being so so generous with your time. Thank you. What are some of your plans for the for the coming year? Is there anything that you can, uh, you know, unveil? Are you thinking about another EP? Like, what's what's on your mind besides playing, of course?
0: Well, so I actually have a full length album ready. Rock, um, we got a couple dubs, a couple dubs that we need to get out. We need to get done first, and then it's ready to rock and roll. I got, I got some pretty big names playing on it and stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm really excited. It's a nine song album. I got a couple okay. songs that I wrote um, with a guy who plays, he's playing down in Nashville right now as an uprightist and my producer, he lives in Louisville uh, and we're, we're all really excited about it. We recorded it down in uh, Dave Rose studio in, in and yeah. Tennessee. And it yeah. was, it was just unbelievable. It was actually during the, uh, that's the big ice and snowstorm that Nashville got here
1: with. Oh yeah. Yeah. In February. Right.
0: Yeah, I went, right, I went right down, and uh, I actually got stuck in a hotel three days before I was supposed to go and record. So I had to waste a bunch of money on hotels and stuff because I had to get down there to get <laughs> to record. <laughs>
1: right, right. Oh, man, that's that's great. That's that's a great yeah,
0: story. Yeah, fully time on the horizon, man. I'm hoping that by the end of this year, we'll get it out, and by the beginning of next year, I'll be able to tour it. I'll be able to put together a small little, at least Eastern eastern tour or hell, even hit the Midwest or something.
1: Absolutely, man. Yeah. You, got, you know, homecoming to Ohio, you know, the whole thing. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, that's great. Nolan, you know, I got to tell you, it, it feels talking to you like we're buying like the Netflix stock when it was like $5 because you're so Man, I appreciate it. Yeah. That's just exactly how we feel. Like, I feel like, man, like you are like, we know where you're going and this is really exciting. We're super excited to see where you go.
0: Hey, thank you so much. Seriously,
1: absolutely, Nolan. So, is it true that that you may play a little ditty for us? Is that is the rumor true?
0: Yeah, I'll play a song for you guys,
1: dude. That's awesome. If you honor. think
0: this Mac? You think this Mac microphone will hold up? I'll do it definitely. Yeah,
1: we do zoom. We do zoom uh, performances. Oh, cool. appreciate it. Yeah,
0: no problem. Uh, this is one of my newer-ish songs.
1: Let us see your guitar, <laughs> Nolan. Show off your guitar to us for a second, there. Damn.
0: Gibson J45 Studio, it's my baby, it's the best thing I ever done.
1: That's my favorite part right there. Oh, beautiful. Look at that beauty. Yeah. Wow. Look at that beauty. It's, so, Nolan, could I give you any guitar and you would make it sound good? Or are you very particular about the quality?
0: If it's if it's left-handed, I'll play it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm not too particular. I'm personally a fan of Gibson. I've had a I have a tailor that market's around the same price. I have a Taylor that's just lower on the price point. I got a Fender Acoustic. I got a Gretsch Acoustic. Um, but I'll, I mean, this is this is the best thing ever happened to me. I really do love it more than anything besides my woman. She'd kill me if I didn't say that. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. So what are you going to play for us? That's great.
0: This one here is called Dead Roses.
1: Beautiful.
2: Laying out on my wind of pain And I ain't touched them in several days But I'll invite you to their wake And every morning I'm waking up to a better day I'm One shot and killed a bottle or two Just to try to feed my shakes Why'd you let me go? Been so low. In the middle of a city But I feel all by myself And I should have known I should know the people all around me, but I still feel by myself right from the star, Girl, I swear you broke my heart. My days are so much darker here without you. And I've been drinking more. It's quickly making me grow. This time inside my head feels like I'm in jail. Why'd you let me go? So alone in the middle of the city, but I still feel in my head. I should know, I should know people all around me, but I still feel by myself. I can't see the stars but I swear I'm trying hard. I'm sitting on a ledge high up on this rooftop and these nights are getting cold. I think I'm barely hanging on. I'm up all night like i just watching burnout. And why'd you let me go? I've been so low. in the middle of a city but I'm left inside my head no should no 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 there's people all around me but i still feel by myself
1: nolan taylor what a power hey, what a voice what a talent what an honor man thank you so much for sharing with us
0: no hey, it's definitely my honor thanks for
1: having me out it was, absolutely no absolutely we'll cross paths again i'm sure and uh, godspeed with everything that's coming for you this year
0: hey thank you so much hopefully you know maybe when i drop the album we'll get back together something talk about it and see how you liked it
1: all right awesome take care nolan
0: have a good one, man thank you
2: you've been listening to j-rod concerts the podcast with jamie rodriguez